welcome to a new episode of the Happiness Headspace podcast. So today we have Jay Dharmawangsa here with us. So would you like to introduce yourself? What's up, everybody? Chloe, thank you so much for having me. I'm Jade. I'm the founder and CEO at X8 Media. We are an influencer agency. So if you ever see any ads from some creators you like, there's an agency there behind that. And that's typically us. Um, and I also run a YouTube channel where I just document my business. And that's me. Yes. And um, when and why did you get into social media? I think like everybody... Um, I think I, I really came after it after watching creators like Bethany Moda and just beauty YouTubers like like back in the day, OG YouTube days. Um, and I just got inspired. They looked like they were having fun. Making videos was completely not about the money. It was just, just showing your outfits of the day or like just showcasing your friends, um, something cool you did. So my first YouTube channel was called Kitty Films 8. It was like me playing with um, toys, like my little pet shops, if you guys know what that is. Um, and I just showed my audience what I was into. And then I don't think I took it seriously slash made money from it till like legitimately when I was like in high school. But I think for me, it's just so interesting to do something that you like and if it makes money, then cool. But I think the idea of like connecting through the internet is so interesting. Like, especially with me, like I didn't have a lot of friends that did social media. Maybe you guys watching this struggle with that too. It's just cool to find people that have a common interest. Yeah, for sure. And um, fun fact, I think the littlest pet shop things are worth a lot of money now, if you still have what? Yeah, I saw a TikTok and it was like, guys, I just found out that these are worth like $60 each. And this girl had like 50 of them. And I was like, I was like, I wish I would have kept those things when I was little because I'd be rich now. I don't even know. I donated RIP my donation to Goodwill. <laughs> um, okay, but would you say social media like has a negative effect on you or like just like in general, like I know we all tend to compare ourselves. Like how's that been for you? Yeah, I think for me, it's so hard to um, make content without expecting it to get a lot of likes or expect like, it's so hard to do something just to do it. It has to have something that comes out of it, whether it's a bunch of your friends commenting on it or if you post a YouTube video, it better make a bit of AdSense. Like, I think we don't, as humans, I don't think, I remember the last time we genuinely had hobbies where we did something just for fun. Um, the question was, is there negative effects? Yeah, I think that like, we're very trained and driven to want instant gratification. And the truth of it, the world doesn't work that way. A lot of things take a lot of time before you get there because you will get there. Um, if anyone wants to make social media full-time, I do believe it's, it's, it's achievable, it just takes a long time. So in order to be happy before you get there, I think you have to take out that expectation, stop looking for likes or validation. And in terms of just being a female, I just turned 20 when I was a teenager two weeks ago. But um, I think it's so hard on a body image perspective too, just because if you don't look at people that look like you, of course you're gonna think something's wrong with you. And especially with the pandemic, like I was just looking at specific body types that were maybe a little bit on the thinner and I had more structure with bigger bones. So like, I, did, I think like on a mental health perspective, not just in like a business way, I think that it's, it's really difficult. So recently my therapist actually was like, you need to follow people that look like you. And I've been doing that, it's been really helpful or even better, just 
just get off social media when you're like hanging out with your friends and stop scrolling but I know it's it's easier said than done yeah for sure especially in the pandemic it's like harder to like hang out with people like I know for me I'm in Canada and like we're all in lockdowns everywhere and stuff so it's like hard to get off social media and like that's all I can do I'm like hey well I can't hang out with people it's pouring (laughs) rain outside so I can't go on a walk with anyone and like I'm like well but um yeah definitely following people that look more like you is a really good tip um and speaking about the pandemic um how have you been handling that I know things are better now um I don't know if you've gotten vaccinated yet or how that's been but how have you been handling the whole pandemic situation um I'm just vaccinated Moderna gang um vaccine guys whenever I know the U.S. has a lot more support do we do you have your vaccine yet or not yet no I'm I'm 15 so I'm not allowed to get it I don't think until they I think they're only, they're like testing people my age. And then I think soon I'll be able to get it like maybe in the summer, I, I don't know. Okay, well, get your vaccine if you can. <laughs> um, it was completely fine. Um, my arm was just sore, but that was it. I think that like the the pandemic, oh my gosh, it's been almost a year and a half. Oh. Um, you know, I think that in the beginning of the pandemic, a lot of eagerness to get things done maybe and be productive happened. And then I went through a spell where I just kind of, uh, felt guilty around maybe just relaxing and I think now I'm at the point where I'm happy I take pride in sleeping nine hours a day and I think that um, I, I've learned a lot about social just injustice and like other issues like I think that honestly the pandemic for me career-wise it was unaffected because thankfully I do social media so I was able just to make content but I think on a mental health perspective it, it kind of looked like this for a lot of people and um, I, I think that right now I'm, I'm a little bit better in terms of like being able to um have improved mental health but um I think the hardest thing like I like you mentioned is like you're stuck inside and you're consuming content and you sit in this battle like you watch people because social media is a highlight reel so it's not real life and when your entire feed is like people saying how much money they made or like they look really nice like you know if you're if you're like into uh like following girls like it's it makes you feel like something's wrong with you and then you feel like you're not productive enough you're not doing enough so this this cycle is super hard in the pandemic and I think I broke out of it out of just like taking walks uh, I live in California so I can surf so I, I have access to these things but it's definitely super tough and just when you mentioned like the rain I, I, I empathize with you I'm like oh my gosh like I can't imagine what it's like because I'm from Oregon so it's really rainy there like I'm sure it's easier to get depressed um we have the sun here, so it's nice. Yeah, my seasonal depression said no during winter. I, I like, <laughs> oh no, see the light at the end of the tunnel now. Like it's been pretty warm, like these past few days, and like okay. summer's coming. But during the whole winter was like the worst lockdown part, cause like everything was fine. Like we had a summer last year, like it was good, whatever. And then I think like we went back to school in like September or something, and like lockdown started again and like we had like now 8 p.m curfew okay I don't know and it's like really and I was just inside all winter and no I'm moving somewhere warm when I'm older I can't (laughs) I actually can't do this and like it's not even to 
it's not because like oh like I want to live move out from my parents house or like no like I literally just like need to be somewhere where it's sunny because I see my mood change completely when the sun comes out but yeah I could definitely relate to you when you say that like you see people on social media and you like compare their pro your productivity especially like this is really bad but like I've done stuff before just to post it on my story I'm like okay like I want to <laughs> I'm, I'm like, okay, let's make a to-do list and screenshot it and post it on my story and be like, for the day, am I going to do any of it? No, but at least people think I am. Like, I, it's embarrassing, okay? But sometimes I want to feel a little bit better about myself. And if I seem on social media, like I'm doing things, it's like, okay, well, if it seems like it, maybe like, I'll feel better. It, it doesn't work. I don't feel better. Do you know, you watch Emma Chamberlain? Do you, do you yeah. She made this podcast and it's just so interesting. Like literally you can fabricate your identity on Instagram. Like you can look like a product. I've done that before, by the way, the to-do list. I, I used to like screenshot my calendar. It was pretty insane. But um, she was saying like, you can like with a couple of like, stories and a, like, a, like a three by three feed, you can make up who you want to be. You can seem artistic, productive, a girl boss, which basically also proves the fact that like if you like look at to someone you think they're super cool that's all fabricated like it's crazy how much we like fabricate our identity and we almost look at other people as absolute like oh my god like they have to be this way but they can do it too so you have to take Instagram less seriously basically I think that it's just such an easy tool to like become a new person and it's fun that way like I personally have put on this surfer girl persona and because I live in California, like I, I talk a lot about it, which is fun, but I think it's also important to not take it seriously if you see someone living a perfect life. Mm -hmm, for sure. Um, I could definitely definitely see how, like, you know, like literally, how are you gonna like compare yourself to one picture of someone else? Like, but yeah, I still do it. Um, <laughs> and like I know that it's not real life, because like let's say I want to post an Instagram picture, I'm not gonna be like okay, selfie, like, no, like, I'm gonna go get ready, like, I'm gonna force my brothers to take nice pictures of me, like, I'll be like, oh, I'll pay you 25 cents, okay, like, I'm, like, I'm not gonna just, like, post a random picture of me with, like, no makeup on and, like, my hair, like, a mess, you know, like, that's why it's just, like, like, I feel like, yeah, she's so right on the timeline, and that's why, like, I love her content is so real, her, it's so, like, um, love it love that for her and anyways yeah um but you are a business gal like you said you're a teenage entrepreneur not anymore but <laughs> i'm kidding um <laughs> so i saw on your video that whole bittersweet turning 20 um not a teenager anymore. um but how did you get into like um entrepreneurship and like the business world like so young yeah i think that my dad um, was the one who showed me YouTube in 2010 or nine, I forget. It's like, you should check this out. And I think that like, my dad's also an entrepreneur and it's, it's so helpful to have that model uh, of someone just doing something for themselves. So I definitely credit my, my dad. So shout, shout out to Leon. But yeah, my dad showed me YouTube. And like I mentioned before, like I don't, if you want to be an entrepreneur, I think it's almost necessary not to think you have to try to be an entrepreneur. Typically it happens on accident. Like I started YouTube playing dolls. It turned into an e-commerce store. It turned me into doing consulting. It's so, um, 
it's so accidental. Mm -hmm. So I think I stumbled upon it. I don't think I really was like, I want to become an entrepreneur. I remembered I literally on my third grade, like little yearbook, it says like, who do you want to be when you grow up? And I think I wrote down, like my dream job was to do something in marketing for Sephora. Like I had this, like, <laughs> like it wasn't not to start a business, which is so funny. Cause I think I'm older now. And like, I, I am doing marketing with beauty brands as big as Sephora as well. So that's kind of the crazy thing, but I don't think it's, and you need to have a set plan. I think you just need to focus on three things. It's what are you really good at? What do you really like to do? And what does the world need? And then typically when you have the Venn diagram, just imagine like those three circles, whatever's in the middle, that's what I think can become successful as a business or an endeavor or career. Um, it takes a long time for you to figure out what you like and what you are good at because it's not the same. I think too many people forget that like you, like for example, I love singing, but I don't think I'm great at it. I think I'm okay. I don't think I'm great. So I don't I consider- I love your song by the way. I love it. Yeah, I have it on replay all the time. <laughs> oh my God, thank you. Um, but like, you know, and that's for fun to me. So I, I consider it as a passion. But so for me, when I realized my strength is in storytelling and, and marketing, like that's what I like. And I, apparently it's what the world needed. So it takes a bit of like combinations and like this Rubik's cube, like solving to figure out that combination. And once you do, I think that can turn into a business. So for me to answer your question, it was completely on accident. Like I discovered what I liked making videos. I discovered that I was not bad at it. And then on accident, it just so happened that the world needs that skill. Yeah, for sure. And um, probably for you to balance um, business and YouTube, social media, and also like doing what you like, like surfing or just self-care in general. How do you manage to do that? Because I know like pretty much everything that you do is like from your home. So like, how do you not like mix everything up and like how do you find time for yourself so here's a really big tip i've been doing um i delete my social media apps tiktok instagram at 8 p.m and i reinstall it the next day at 12. i'm not even joking that is so smart because you know what? i don't know if you have an iphone but like you know how like it tells you the time like even if you had a time limit you can cancel it i add my added myself an hour time limit to tiktok and i don't think since i put it like two months ago i don't think i've done it once <laughs> I'm, always, like, I'm always like five more minutes every time that they let me so like why am i lying to myself this doesn't work so i literally have to delete the app because if you're anything like me you can easily skip it it has to be like you have to delete it so you literally physically can't scroll on it so for me, you know, if you're living in a fucking, I don't know, like 13 by 10 square feet space, you kind of have to figure out how to get off this. I delete my apps and I pick up something that's non-digital. So for me, I like to paint or I will go outside and surf or I will play music or I, I'm reading a book right now, actually. Um, I will watch Netflix because I'm not going to lie. Like, I feel like there's a difference between scrolling on TikTok and watching Netflix because your attention is different. So yeah. If people still like straight, that's still digital. I'm like, okay, you know what? Like, <laughs> we, we, we gotta work with that. In a video about how like we think that we're being more productive when we're watching like an hour long Netflix episode instead of like 15 second long videos. I was like, yeah, she gets me. <laughs> <laughs> or like a documentary. Like I was uh, on a date with a guy and like we watched like this octopus, my optimist teacher documentary. And I'm like, okay, I feel like that was better than watching like too hot to handle on Netflix. But anyways, um, 
I, I do things that are non-scrolling and I have to delete it. What else do I do? I also think that um, one of the biggest things for me now is I set every week three professional and three personal goals. So I'll share my personal goals. I wrote down, I want to read my book an hour a day, which I've, <laughs> I've done a few days. Um, I want to do some sort of activity every day. So we're done surfing, running or hiking. And the third thing is I want to find new meal ideas. I eat the same thing every day and I just need to figure out a way to evolve. So I, I, I found a little activity for me, which is trying to cook more. So I think that if you can set little fun activities for you personally and professionally, um, and you like, I write it down. Like I, a lot of people don't have a routine um, with when it comes to goal setting and you have to like see it like it's really big on my um, wall. So I don't know, those are, the, those are the things that help me deleting these apps, doing something non-social. And I, I literally have to set a goal. Like it, if it's not there, I can't see it every day, I won't do it. Mm -hmm, yeah, for sure. I have a question for you. Um, do you not have drafts on TikTok? That is what is holding me back from deleting it. Um, I don't want to lose all my drafts. <laughs> That's a good question. Okay, so you're right. I have to post all my drafts first. Um, and then, yeah, you're right. I, so funny enough, you ask, I have now this new phone, but, um, yeah, that's a problem. I have to post it first before I can delete it. Yeah. I keep like every time I'm, I like post them on private and then I'm like, okay, now I can delete it. And I'm like, Oh, we do want to delete it. But then, so then I put it on my, on the last page of my, <laughs> so, and then I was like, Oh, it'll be good. Cause then I have to Every time, like, I have to scroll to the end, I'll have the time to think, like, do you really want to go on TikTok right now? No one's going to spend an hour on it. And then, and it didn't work. So now I moved it back to where it used to be. So I'm like, now I'm going to scroll, but then it won't be there. So then I'll have to go back and then I'll give me time to think. And now it doesn't work. No. I might you just delete Actually, yeah. What I did is um, I put it into a folder really deep somewhere and I can't find it. But I ended up finding it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like the lengths I'll go through just to not go on TikTok and then the lengths I'll go through to get on it again I'm like what am I doing but it is still a good tip and I will take your advice and hopefully delete it um and what would you say I know you mentioned like surfing and hiking and all that but what would you say is like one of your favorite self-care activities that just helps you relax Yeah, so um, let me show it to you. Where is it? Give me one second. <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? So I have this, um, wow, I like how I'm giving this tip and I can't even find it. Um, obviously I use it guys. <laughs> okay, so if you're anything like me and you're like extremely like, the idea of going on a walk even, like it's like this, you're like this, like, Going on a run sounds daunting. So let's just go on a walk. But going on a walk sounds like too much effort. So like, uh, like I should just stay in bed. I add one more layer and I call it stretching. Like I really believe that you have no excuse not to lay out a towel and stretch your legs or just lay there. Like I understand if it's raining outside or like you don't feel like it. So what I always do is like, if I know the best thing I can do right now for me is exercise, but that just does not sound like a vibe. I will do the minimum viable thing, which for me is stretching, yoga, 
five minutes. And then typically by that time I can go on longer and then, then I go on a walk. So I feel like you have to trick your brain into doing things like, like, for example, like obviously everybody knows the same things like exercise, eat good food, um, read a book, but that doesn't sound fun. So just like, like trick yourself, like add a immediate, immediate, uh, like immediate activity. So for me, instead of like reading a book, cause that, that sounds like homework. I will trick myself. So like, I will, well, the book I'm reading right now is actually a TV show. So I will watch 10 minutes of the TV show and then read the book because then I get excited to like, see it. I know people are gonna be like, what the heck? <laughs> like just read the book. But I need to do this because I think we're living in such a attention economy where like you, our attention spans are so fried. Like I really believe going on TikTok and watching 15 second videos cannot be beneficial to our attention span. It just can't. So you have to retrain certain activities. So I am with some people who just don't like the regular advice of like exercise and read a book, which at the end of the day is the only advice to relax or take a bath. So like, just try to figure out your like a, a little trick you can do. And for me, it's stretching or like watching a show before through the book. Mm -hmm, for sure. Um, actually, my attention span has become so bad that I can't even just watch TikToks. I have to be doing something else while I'm watching TikToks. No! <laughs> no, no, like, it's actually so bad. Like, I need to do something about it. Like, I'll literally be, like, watching TikToks and, like, folding laundry or, like, watching TikToks while I do my homework. I'm like, what has my life come to? I'm like, I need to get out of my house. I need to go do something because I can't just... I, I'm gonna delete TikTok. After this, I'm gonna go delete TikTok. So <laughs> Wait, I'll clear my draft and then I'll delete it. Do you watch YouTube still? Yes, yes, a lot. More than TikTok or YouTube more or TikTok more? Sometimes both at the same time. <laughs> Wait, I do that too. I do that too. <laughs> You're just like watching. It's because like sometimes the video is getting a little long or I watch it on two times speed, which is also really bad because like, then like I miss half of it and I'm like I'm just sitting there not watching anything because it's mm -hmm. just like but no 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 I'm you know after this after this episode I'm gonna go get my life together I'm gonna delete no I'm not gonna delete it or maybe I will we'll see <laughs> see I'm just setting myself up for failure always editing the podcast while scrolling on TikTok no <laughs> no I do that oh I should delete this <laughs> Oh my, oh my, no, okay. Anyways, um, so I'm 15, and if you could go back to your 15-year-old self and talk to her, what would you say? Okay, so when I was 15, what, what, I was freshman, are you a freshman in high school? Yeah, no, well, it's because in Canada, we don't have senior year, so like, technically, well, yeah, it's, it's, no, not in Canada, in Montreal, particularly. I don't know why they decided that. Um, but yeah, basically, yeah, technically I am. Just, yeah. Okay, let me think. So when I was 15, I have, I'm just gonna pull up a photo so I know where I was at. Um, I was in a relationship. Um, right? <laughs> um, we broke up three times because he cheated on me like, Oh. Anyways, I was actually super, 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 super insecure, and um, I cared a lot about my likes. And at this time, I was just dating a guy that um, wasn't the greatest at the time. So I think that what I would say to myself at this point is, I would say your um, the way people perceive you is the least important thing about you. Like. 
the the least interesting thing about you is like if you're popular if you're pretty like there's more I wish I saw myself as like these things are important your friends and your boyfriend are important but like there's more Jay like imagine what I would say is like imagine like a, a Venn diagram, right? Like, so like you have two circles, you have your friend life and your popular, like in, in your school life. That, that's all my identity. Like, I wish I could see like, my identity could be more than that. It could be my business, my career, maybe not even business, but like arts. And I could just see a bigger picture. I wasn't so fixated on these two worlds. And I think the biggest thing, especially like, cause I had a lot of like friend drama, you know, like if your value and the way you define yourself is on your friend, the way your friends perceive you, and your grades like of course things are just going to be super difficult and you're going to stress out a lot whereas if you have options right like it's not about removing your friends it's just about like okay i'm just not going to care that much because i'm also worried about my career or i'm worried about my family or i'm just worried about like my health my self-care like then you see things with the bigger lens that's the biggest advice i'd say so if you're someone that like just like looks at a selfie too long you don't want to post it just like worry about bigger like not worry about bigger things but like value yourself more than just these two things because that I think for me when I was 15 those are the main two things I cared about like what else do you care about honestly at that age anyways but I feel like I wish I was like damn it I could just like care about like like my 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 physical health or my family like parents are I know annoying but like they're 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 cool sometimes you know so I wish I just cared more about the, the dumbest things <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure high school is a very toxic place um can't wait to leave no actually I need to appreciate high school because everybody's like appreciate it because then when it's the end you're gonna cry and I don't I don't know no I, I didn't cry <laughs> but yes I personally haven't had the best high school experience um but yeah for sure it's it's based a lot on popularity and all of that and literally like your instagram is like your portfolio it's like your tin it's it's like your your friend tinder account or no like just like a tinder account in general it's like the guys like if they they want to see what you look like they'll like they'll go to your instagram if yeah. if if they if you want to make a friend like oh what's your instagram so it's like you post things that like you're you're expecting people that you want to be friends with to see, I don't know if that makes any sense. Oh, I, are you sure? like my Instagram is my portfolio to life. I don't know what to do. It's bigger than my resume, right? Like, I think that um, I remember I used to like swipe up my story views. Like who, what's the order of my story views? Like who's watching it? Is my crush watching it? Like, I think Gen Z is so like data savvy. Like we know who like, who doing what? And like, you know, um, I don't know the story. The stories is so funny to me. Like I remember I would like refresh every five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a TikTok. That's it again with TikTok. I'm sorry, but I saw a TikTok that said that the people who are highest on your story views are the ones that like interact with your account the most or yeah. like, so you can find out who's like stalking you. Cause I, that's probably not true, but like, cause you know how like the order never changes. Like it, it's not an order of who sees it because yeah I yeah that's what the person I saw said, that too. Like, I noticed and I was I don't know but well if that's true then whoever number one is hit me <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but what would that younger self be proud of you for today wow I think that she all I wanted to do was 
make a living making videos. I ge- I genuinely wanted to be a YouTuber. I, I, I like don't even, I didn't even care about like, okay, it was moving to LA and be a YouTuber. I'm the most stereotypical sh- like thing ever. But um, I think the most, the proudest thing that my 15 year old self would be looking at 20 year old Jade would be just like, not just achieving it because I do live in California and I, I do YouTube full time. But it's like achieving it even when my entire friend group said I was crazy. Um, I remembered um, when I dropped out of high school, like a bunch of, I wasn't making any money from YouTube and I had like a thousand subscribers. It didn't even make sense. So I remember like people would be like, why is she giving up everything to just do this? And that was the hardest thing. Cause like I was seeing my friend's staff stories hanging out and I wasn't, I wasn't no longer invited. You know, I, I, I was like no longer in assemblies, like, cause I was in a lot of school clubs. Like I just was like ripped out of my friend group and it was so hard. And I think I'd just be so proud that like, even though I felt that I just kept going. That's the biggest thing. Cause like, obviously I achieved those goals but those goals wouldn't be as valuable if I didn't have to go through like the ups and downs. Cause that's what makes it like worth it. Yeah, for sure. The journey is even better than the actual result itself then you could look back and be like, look at all I went through to get here, which yeah. is always like really beneficial. Um, anyways, so what would you say is your biggest accomplishments, like kind of along the same lines? Well, my company X8 Media right now is pretty, pretty busy. Um, we just finished a few projects with Netflix and we're doing some stuff with another like debit card company and on top of that you know I just I get to meet cool people behind these brands um so I guess the biggest thing is is working with uh brands and uh team members that are super creative and excite me every day um and yeah I mean I had a very exciting meeting with like Nike like last week like I just I'm very I guess there's not one specific thing. It's just the like the momentum I am experiencing after like a lot of like not success is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think my 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 most proudest accomplishment recently, actually, I would say, is like you know I have a YouTube channel where I I, I used to do a lot of how tos and I, I went through a phase of like pivoting and like I think I arrived at a point where I'm really detached from the results of a, of, of a YouTube video. Like, yeah, I want, yeah, I care about views, of course, but like, if it doesn't get views, I'm not like, before I would be like, it would affect my whole day. I'm honestly super proud that like, yes, I'm doing great and com- like work and professionally, but like, I'm also proud like personally that like, I don't really care that much. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's nothing you could really say to me in the comments that like would make me cry, which before I did cry, I would literally cry in my comments, but, um, I, I'm just happy that I can be a person without my accomplishments. I think that's actually a huge thing that not a lot of people talk about. We can sit here and be happy with our accomplishments, but can you sit down and be okay when you're not doing anything? Mm-hmm. I don't think I can fully answer that, but I'm getting better at it. So yeah, I mean, like I see myself more than just the entrepreneur. I see myself as a creator, a friend, a, a daughter. Like I just, I just see myself more than just like this internet figure, which the reason why this is important is like, like I said when I was 15, like, 
regardless if you're in school or out of high school, like the world is a giant high school if you make it. Like the internet is a giant high school, like especially with like TikTok influencers. Like you're, there's gonna be clicks, there's gonna be stereotypes, there's gonna be drama. And it's so important to disassociate yourself with that or at least have other things going on so it's not consuming you. Mm -hmm, for sure. Um, and on the other hand, what would you say is one of your biggest failures and what did you learn from it? My biggest failure, right? Um, Okay. Failure is good. Yeah, failure is not a bad thing. I would say, like honestly, like if I were to really look at it, like I, I did a lot of projects for brands at a. I didn't charge enough money for projects because I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be um, rude, and then I just lost a lot of money. Like this was actually really recently, like last year. There was this company. I'm not going to name the name, but. Um, I was doing influencer uh, campaign management for them. And I was just like, I've never charged um, like a, that much money before. So I was like, eh, like that's good enough. But then after the legal team and the time, and I, I like literally lost money from it. So my biggest mistake is not charging enough. But I also do think that like, I learned so much from it, right? So I, I it's so hard to say a failure. You know what, this is my thing. A failure is something you feel in the moment when you look back, it's a lesson. So it's more of like the timeline um so I think every day I fail but then I look back and it's a lesson right so I think it's all about the way you see it but the only way you can see it differently is if there's perspective and there's time so it's really really something that I think is like subjective yeah for sure um I completely agree with that and um earlier you were mentioning books and reading and everything do you have any good book recommendations what do you want so productivity money or Futurism, what do you want? All of them. I don't know. I feel like the people listening would be interested in this. I don't okay. know. It's up to you. I have one for every. So for productivity, I recommend the Productivity Project. It's not about being a hustler. It's like, it has nothing to do with like grinding. It's actually about doing less and getting more things done. Mm -hmm. Try that book out. Uh, for money, I would read, uh, if you guys ever have an issue with like money or like you're trying to figure out like, not even how to make money, but like how to have a better relationship with money. Um, check out The Art of Money. It's it's like, it's a therapy book about money. It's so interesting. The third book, if you want to know about like business, economics, if you want to become a little, um, yeah, I don't know. Like if you want to get your economic major, I guess, it's called 2030. Um, it's, it's very dense. It's all about data, like what the world is going to look like in 2030. But if you're someone that wants to be prepared for the job market upcoming, you know, you're maybe in high school and you want to prepare when you graduate college, like what that looks like. I really recommend that book. It's a little depressing. So um, like, just read it on your own time. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that's great. Thank you for that. And this is kind of a loaded question, but do you love yourself? And if yes, how have you gotten to that point in your life? Hmm. That's a good question. Wow. I actually, you know, I don't love Jade. I, 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 how do I, 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 how do I explain it? I think, okay, to answer your question, yes, but I think that loving is very, very, um, it's a very optimistic word. I think sometimes you're not going to always love everything you're doing because love for me means like no fear and no no, nothing bad, only good vibes. And I just don't think that's possible with a human. I think you need to be compassionate with yourself, regardless of the outcome, you still 
you know, are compassionate and compassionate is a different word than love. So for me, sometimes I love myself, but most often than not, I'm compassionate with myself. I've learned at least because I'm a little older than I was when I was like first starting on YouTube. Like if I mess up, I, I, I'm a little more patient on myself. I can give myself a little pat on the back. Um, and like, I just know my limits. Like right now after this podcast, cause I had, um, I didn't like, I just was super busy on work stuff. So I just forgot to like do the regular self-care things they do, like eat lunch. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot to do basic things. So like before old Jane would be like, oh, like you still have a lot of things to do. Like you probably shouldn't take a rest. But like after this, I'm most likely just gonna lay on my bed and watch TikTok and then come back to the things. So like, I think that like, I just learned that like, what I, what does Jade need right now to make herself feel better? Because I don't think you're gonna always love yourself. I really don't. But I think you need to be able to ask yourself like, what can I do right now to love myself? That is more uh, probable and more likely. So how do I achieve this? I think I just achieved this by like, I just try to love myself, but then like it didn't work. So then I tried being compassionate to myself. I'm like, oh, this works better. So I don't know, like I struggle with looking in the mirror every single day. And I, I mean, I empathize with anyone that feels this way. And I learned like, let's just like look at it objectively. Like your body, like, okay, so let's talk about body. Cause I think a lot of at least girls or females watching this can relate to this one. Like, if you try to love your body, you're basically saying like you're you're trying to love the way you it looks. When if you are compassionate, you're you love the way it it, it makes you walk. It, it's a it's a tool. You see your body more objectively. Like it's literally for you to digest good food and move. And that in itself is enough. And yes, if I look slim, thick, then great. But that's not what it's for. <laughs> so I would just look at things more objectively. That's on the body part. Um. And in terms of like loving your, your career, your grades, I think you just have to be compassionate. Just be like, what do I need today to make me feel a little bit better? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's great um, advice. Um, so really appreciate that. And my last question for you um, is if you had the whole world listening to you for 30 seconds, what would you say? So what's your best life advice for anyone out there? Mm, the whole world was listening I would say if you find yourself being upset or mad at yourself or comparing comparing yourself any negative emotion find a way to like ask yourself like am I taking myself too seriously like I think that you have to like laugh at certain things like of course, feel pain. Like, and, and like, if you need a grief, like something terrible happened, grief, but like, you have to look at least career-wise, like you have to look at life as so fragile. Like it is so like, think about it this way, guys, we're on a spinning rock floating throughout the universe. What the heck? Um, like even the thought of driving is so, such a weird idea. Like just think about, you're literally in a moving vehicle where like people are driving 80 miles per hour, like with what swoosh, like what? Like, sometimes I just think about it. Like we're on a spinning rock. So if you're frustrated about your likes or you are the way you look, like just look at it in a way of like, bro, like this is weird, you know? And, and like life is so funny. Like it's so funny. And, and even if I see drama or a hate comment, I'm just like, yeah, like in, 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 in five years, this is not going to matter. Um, so, you know, I think that that's my biggest life advice. Like just understand the, the perspective. If you need to go like Google search on YouTube, the universe zooming back and you're going to see like this like, camera point of view, it will trick you out. But like, you're gonna be like, oh my God, earth is like so small. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So yeah, go outside, go watch the universe little YouTube video of like how big the world actually is. And you'll see that like, we're just in a bubble, just pop it and you'll, you'll see the bigger picture. Mm -hmm, yeah, for sure. I get so caught up in like thinking of those like existential things. I'm like, literally, what is this? Like, this could be a simulation if we don't even know. Like, <laughs> I keep seeing those TikToks that it's like, have you ever seen your neighbor bringing groceries? You don't know what the, what's going on in this world, have you? I was like, stop. I've actually never seen my neighbor bringing groceries. I've what? never seen my neighbor. <laughs> it's like so weird. But anyways, um, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, do you want to plug your socials? Yeah, if you want to watch me anywhere, I'm on TikTok and Instagram, Twitter, YouTube at Jade Dharmawangza. If you just search J-A-D-E-D-A-R-M, it should auto-translate or populate. Okay, thank you so much. And I really appreciate you doing an episode with me. Thank you so much, Chloe. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye.